Mark Sevy with Bob Coins Podcast. Uh, we are coming to you uh, from a blazing Southern California heat wave that's uh, supposed to last for another three or four years, I guess. It's uh, just the way that the world is going. I'm really thrilled. Today's podcast, I invited two really fabulous writers. Uh, now, they couldn't show up, so I got uh, instead these two guys, but... Uh, <laughs> Continuing our, our trend to, uh, to, uh, talk to the authors of the wonderful anthology Blood Fiction, I have Dennis Crosby. Dennis, how are you? Doing well, Mark. How are you? Besides hot? Good. Yeah. It's bloody hot. And, uh, Steve Jackson, Steve, he writes under Stephen K-L-M-N-O-P Jackson, something like that. Hi, Steve. Hello. How are you? Good, 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 good. Um, both of these guys have great senses of humor. Uh, hopefully it'll come out during the podcast, but uh, if not, take my word for it. They're, uh, they're really terrific. So, um, Dennis wrote, uh, a really interesting, fun. Well, I don't know if it, I don't know if you could call it fun, but it's a beautiful story about an assassin. Just the voice of that assassin is amazing. It was fun to write. I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. You you said it was different because um, it didn't involve any supernatural elements. Yeah. Right. That that's a that is truly new for me. Like every almost everything I've written um has some type of creepy horror supernatural vibe. I mean I wrote a story years ago, it hasn't been published, but I wrote a story years ago about a couch that was possessed <laughs> and it eats adulterers. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting backstory to it. So, yeah, I couldn't even, you know, it started out as a, a story about a, a nice couple buying a couch for their first apartment at a secondhand store and the couch, you know, ends up eating people. So, good. um, this was, this was a, a good kind of fun change for me just to dig more, I think, into the human mind, um, without having to add any magic or anything to it. Yeah. And that's a, can, that can be a challenge, obviously, if you're comfortable with the genre. Now, yeah. now Stephen is a true, I'm, I'm just so impressed with him. I called him late in the process. He said, I'm about to go on vacation, but I'll write you a story when I get back and it'll be done within a certain amount of time. And damn, if he didn't do that, it was the exact thing. Did you, uh, are you, do you have a, a cache of stories somewhere, Steve? Did you sign a, de- a deal with the devil? What the hell is on, going on with you? Well, I, I didn't have a cache of stories ready, but I I spent my first career as an engineer, and um, so I'm I'm used to tight schedules and and meeting them, and just you know, no excuses, you just do it. So yeah, what... well, both you guys, both you guys were superheroes. Uh, let me read a little bit from Dennis's bio, and then from Stephen's bio. So, Dennis, you have an MFA in creative writing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're originally from Chicago and with all that entails good and bad, I would imagine. <laughs> it's Cubs, all, it's all wonderful. Yeah. The Cubs, the Bears, uh, whatever. Um, you have two, two urban fantasy novels, Death, Le- Death's Legacy and the follow up Death's De- Debt. Man, that's hard to say. Death's <laughs> <laughs> And then you're working on the third one as we speak, right? I am. I am 42,000 words into Death's Despair. Yeah. Mm, okay, good. So another another tongue twister. Yeah, uh, Stephen, I love the way you characterize uh, the first part of your bio. Uh, Stephen G. Jackson is a recovering engineer, engineering director, <laughs> recovering, uh, who ignored everyone's good advice and became a full time writer. Um, so you have the Zeus payload, the Lamia, and the Night Hag. I, I don't know what you've got a but you've got a bunch of stuff. You got short stories. You write plays. I know you do that weird 
an insane play thing where you do an over a play overnight or something like that. You yeah, twenty four hour creative where you uh, you get a theme at eight o'clock on Friday night, and then you have to have a completed stage play back to the theater by seven o'clock the next morning. Jeez, oh, yeah. The other thing. Oh, and you do. Um, are you a? I don't know. Would you consider yourself a connoisseur? You 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 say you're also a chef and a restaurateur. Um, but is that is that active or just because you like Gordon Ramsay? Um, actually, I I don't like Gordon Ramsay, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but don't tell him that. Uh, the uh, my my wife and I travel have traveled all over the world and many of the trips are designed to go to the world's best restaurants. Mm. So it's kind of a, a part of our vacation strategy, if you will. So, uh, you know, we'll go to a restaurant in Menton, France. We went to Noma in Copenhagen, which was at the time, you know, thought to be the best restaurant in the world. And, um, and I have very funny stories about Noma. That That's a crazy place, but, um, Anyway, so yeah, we, 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 we like that. And, and one of the nice things about going to all these places is that if you ask real nice, sometimes they'll, they'll give you recipes. Oh, wow. Hmm. And so I have a collection of recipes that we use to uh, do our own cooking with. That's cool. Yeah. I, uh, my cooking extends to, uh, Chef Mike, which is my microwave oven. If it can be put in a microwave and heated up, that's uh, that's as far as it goes. No, I like I, my, I have a long history of uh, culinary people in my in my family. So, including my brother who worked as a chef for a, a good period of time. So, guys, I ask you to, as I did in the past, to read a little bit from each other's work, whatever you think is appropriate. Uh, you, you know, certainly if embarrassing the other author is fine with me. You know, I. I <laughs> I believe in creative conflict. It's not a, not a, not a, not a, uh, con- uh, not a concept I, I, I walk away from. So, I mean, it is the basis for every great story, right? That Hell conflict. yes. There you go, Dennis. <laughs> Preach. Absolutely. That's what I tell my students in, in cross. They can't seem to get that through their thick heads. So conflict, conflict, conflict. So Stephen, do you want to read from, uh, Dennis's work first? Sure. Or? Okay. Sure. And I'm going to start at the beginning. And because I thought it was a, a really good opening okay. and set the stage for the story. So I'm going to okay. start at the beginning. This is uh, Just Be Hootie by Dennis Crosby. Langston James stood in the back of the church watching a most beautiful bride walk down the aisle toward the man he was tasked to kill. Normally, he'd lurk among the shadows waiting for his moment. Today, he hid in plain sight to get a glimpse of her one last time. He'd altered his appearance enough over the years to go unnoticed among those who might recognize him. He had a different haircut, glasses, and now had a beard. These changes were subtle, but they would be enough. This day was about her. All eyes would be on her. Not the killer taking up space in the background. Yeah, wow. Um, I mean, what an opening line. I, How can you possibly walk away from that story <laughs> with that Absolutely. line it's a it's a spectacular opening line and it, is. it sets the stage perfectly for a great story it is yeah truly truly great story um Thanks, and that's guys. then uh, you know the the uh, title i think it's one of the most compelling titles i've seen 
in, in quite a while. Just be hooty. I uh, if you guys, I was worried. I was worried it'd be too campy. Yeah, it's I'm like, maybe yeah. maybe a little bit. Uh, I don't know if any if anybody under the age of fifty knows hooty and the and the and the blowfish these days. <laughs> not he's not exactly burning up the uh, true. I mean, Darius Rucker went to what country music? He went country, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, brilliant story. Thank you, Stephen, for that wonderful reading. Uh, go ahead, Dennis. Let's hear what you picked out for uh, for Stephen's little. You know, uh, that's a little bit of your restaurant background in that story in um, in that in what what you wrote too, Stephen. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Dennis. All right. <clears throat> so this is from Monsters Are Us. Uh, by Stephen Jackson. And I'm going to start from the beginning as well. Um, actually, I'm going to start like halfway through, just the, like the bottom two paragraphs. I think they were kind of outlining who the characters were. Okay. Her full name was La Calavera Katrina. She's the icon of Mexico's Day of the Dead, but she's typically mischaracterized. Shown as a skeleton with a comically huge hat. Truth is, she's rocking an hourglass figure. I've never seen her wear a chap- chapeau of any type. As for me, I've never owned a scythe, nor do I walk around in a robe. They get one thing right. We do have a close association with dying, but not the way they think. We don't show up and escort people to their death. Our clients come looking for us, asking for our help. Volunteers, every one of them, they get what they deserve. I love that. Um, The opening is equally compelling. if I had any friends, they'd call me Reaper, but my line of work isn't conducive to lasting relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so. I read this one, and I mean, you know, with my two novels, you know, Reapers are kind of my thing. So there you go. As soon as I saw that opening line, I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be something I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, or or Stephen stepping on my territory, and I'm going to have to kill him. One or the other, <laughs> I thought. It was a, it was a great story for sure. It, it was there, you know what it um I I have to say that the the entire anthology is just filled with great writers and uh and great work. It just it blows me away that you guys accepted an invitation to do this and I can't wait to do the second volume which I'm in the in the middle of thinking about. I should say that's probably as close as that. I, I I mean you think well what do you have to think about just ask people to write stories for you you dumbass. Uh but <laughs> But it's a little bit more involved, as you probably know. So uh, the biggest problem is going to be what's the second cover going to be like? I can't even I, I have a bunch of covers that I did for the first one, but I'm not sure. Anyway, um, so Blood Fiction is the book we're talking about. It's an anthology of short fiction, all based in violence, uh, some physical, some emotional, some mental, some psychological. Not everything is is bloody or brutal there's combinations of all types of uh, genres in here we've got uh, the like monsters or us we've got the uh, just be hootie um one on dragons uh it's my friend vanessa so what are you guys working on anything i know dennis you're working on your third novel uh how's that how's that going you know i i started it last summer um, and I just, I could not connect to the story at all. It took a very long time. And I think part of it had to do with an injury that I had that was really messing with my head. Um, and so when the, when the new year started, I just kind of threw myself into short stories just to kind of keep my, mm. keep my writing muscles, you know, working. Um, so I, I started probably getting into this story really well, I'd say end of spring, early summer. So it's, it's, it's moving faster. I think the, the outline I've got is good, um, you know, and I've, I've just had more, 
mental freedom, I think, in the last several weeks to kind of dive into it. So, yeah, yeah it, it's it's coming along. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys go through this, but I, I just I'm, I'm working on a project and it took it took a, a massive effort of will just to sit down and work on it. But then at some point it clicked and yeah. I then I started to look forward to working on it. it. You know, you fight it, fight it, fight it. You know, it's a good idea. You know, it's got to be done. And then mm-hmm. but it's hard. I, I can I can um, certainly appreciate your your hesitation. Now, Stephen, if you're going to tell me that you're not writing, I'm going to shut you off the podcast um, because <laughs> I was really, really upset when you said you hadn't written anything for quite a while. What's up with you? Well, um, that's true. And, and and I'm tempted to just say that so that it'll improve your podcast. But um, <laughs> the uh, I have... I have three published novels, all of which were set up, obviously set up for sequels. Um, and the Night Hag was a sequel to the Lamia, but even the Night Hag could have a sequel. And, mm-hmm. uh, the Zeus payload has an obvious sequel, um, to it. And then I have a, I have another novel that I've written, uh, that I sold at one point and then the publisher went out of business. Oh. So. Um, so I'm kind of starting over on that one and figuring out, you know, what to do. Why so there's you? that. And it, and it has also the potential for a sequel. Um, and to, to just kind of stay fresh, cause it, it takes me a long time to write a novel on, uh, you know, like years. Mm. So, uh, by the time I get done and, and part of that's because I don't actually have any natural talent. <laughs> so I, you know, I have to rewrite like everything like a hundred times. I think uh, I think that's takes, true for most of us, though. It's, uh, it takes a lot of time. Anyway, so I, I think about you know when I'm walking the dog and just doing other things. I think about what I think would be entertaining story ideas, and that often starts with a title. And and then I kind of work. I, I come up with a title that I think is kind of clever and kind of entertaining, and then I try to build a story around that. And so, knowing that you're thinking about having a second uh, edition of this, hell yeah, I've been um, I've been fooling around with ideas for a short story for you. So good. Okay, great. Well, so I won't have to call you at the last minute and ask you to write something in a week. <laughs> so that's great. Well, you you may still have to do that, but well, that, um, that's, uh, yeah. I, at I'll, least you uh, know he can do it. it oh God. Yes. <laughs> with a plum, with great aplomb. Well, guys, th- we're, we're bumping up against time limit here. I try to keep this short, not to, not to, uh, you guys are, you know, terribly enticing and interesting but i'm not and i so i try to keep it short uh both men here are part of the southern california writers association scwa which uh which supports you know great writing and they do online events and they do on-site events and stuff so if you if you get a chance try scwa i will put each of their websites uh also in the show notes uh stevens is steven is it stephengjackson.com? Yes. And um, Dennis is denniskcrosby.com? That's right. Okay. And we're plotpoints.com. Uh, you can reach us at 919scripts, which is 919-727-4787. And, of course, on any podcast, I mean, they 
these days they they eat each other uh to put you up i do nothing no promotion at all but we're on every podcast uh, host on the planet i don't think our i don't think we've achieved iheart radio yet but uh, most of the other ones all the big ones certainly apple google Amazon. And I would like to thank my guest, Dennis, Dennis Crosby, um, who wrote Death's Legacy and Death's, Death's, damn you, Dennis, <laughs> Death's Death, and, uh, Stephen, Stephen Jackson, who wrote, um, uh, The Lamia. Um, help me out, uh, Stephen. Uh, The Lamia. What else were the other two? The Night Hag. Night Hag and, and the Zeus Payload. Zeus Payload. Okay. Yeah. Great, great stuff. You can, uh, you guys are available on Amazon, I'm assuming, and Goodreads and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. And you can find Blood Fiction on Amazon in paperback or, um, ebook. It's a pretty cheap buy. I didn't, I'm not paying these guys anything to do this. So, um, Oh, wait, spoiler alert. Did I tell you guys that? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it for the love of the game. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, but for myself, for Dennis, for Steven, for everybody, for uh, Orange County Screenwriters Association, uh, stay cool if you're in this heat and be inspired and do good work. All right. <laughs>